Hello and welcome to the February 22 edition of the Kirkgate Messenger, the monthly magazine produced by Kirkgate Church in Saltcoats. It's hard to believe that we're into February already, but at least some of our small bulbs like the snowdrops and crocuses are starting to poke their heads out of the ground now. Our readers this month are myself, Stuart McMahon, Pamela Martin and Eunice McInnes. And we'll start with the message from the manse. Another year has passed and a new one has arrived, 2022. Most of us are joyful and anticipating greater things to come. The beginning of the new year marks for most of us a new start. It also goes without saying that it often marks the end of something else. As as it is often said, adulthood is the end of youth, or starting a job is the end of unemployment. The end of 2021 gives way to the beginning of 2022. It is my strong conviction that the only time we actually begin to grow into something new comes after a period of discovering who we are meant to be. I therefore urge you all to reflect on that ending period of 2021, the period which led us to where we are today. New Year's resolutions. Is it only a young people's thing? Everyone can come up with them after reflecting on the experiences of the previous year. You can't make a resolution to be easy on yourself when you don't see that you were being too hard on yourself previously. The reason you make a New Year's resolution to improve your relationships is because you realise that in the previous year you have not been doing enough of that and so you decide to start enhancing your relationships. Therefore, I cannot overemphasise that there's need to celebrate the end of the year or period that brought us to realise the need for change. If we don't learn from the past, we cannot improve our future. What did 2021 do for us as individuals and as a society to prepare us for 2022? What did 2021 teach us that has equipped us to face 2022? Most of the time, I have found that I can't wait for January to end because December is heavy on my pocket, with two birthdays, an anniversary and Christmas. So you can all understand the problem. At the manse, we have decided not to make any New Year's resolutions. Trust me, some of our resolutions are now tired of being on the list. Every new year, we feel renewed and ready for any challenges. Saviour attempted to draw up a list of things to do, and one of these was to not lose my temper with D. Trust me, by the 2nd of January, this had been broken ten times. I have since then asked myself why we keep making resolutions year after year. Hope and desire to change, I guess. As long as the will is there, it's good to keep making them. What if we all resolve that God is in control and, no matter what, he will carry us through? We are not in control. As much as we want to be in control, all our hopes and plans and dreams can be put on hold or even disappear so quickly. Only God is in in control, and it is part of God's plan for us not to figure out how this works, but to learn to live with trust and be drawn into uncertainty and mystery. Paul says it well in Romans 15 verse 13, 
May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. God bless you all. Yours, Nigel Chicania. And now we have the prayer page contributed by Alison Buick. The wonder of creation. Loving God, creator of the ends of the earth, source of all that is and has been and will be giver of life. We join together to worship you. We praise you for the wonder of this world and for the vastness of the universe, for all that you have made and for the place you have given us within your creation. Loving God, we join together to worship you. We marvel at the beauty and variety of this earth, its wonderful mixture of plants, animals, trees, birds, mountains, valleys, streams, oceans, and so much else besides. Loving God, we join together to worship you. We thank you for everything that lifts our spirit, that moves us to wonder, that holds our attention, that captures our interest. Loving God, we join together to worship you. We rejoice that out of chaos you brought order, an order we can see throughout the universe, which we can depend upon, explore and understand an order that reflects your sovereign purpose and reveals your guiding hand. Loving God, we join together to worship you. Loving God, creator of life in all its fullness, we bring you our praise. We offer you our worship. We make our response in joyful celebration. We join together to worship you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And now some quotes from Nathaniel Hawthorne. Our Creator would never have made such lovely days and given us the deep hearts to enjoy them, above all thought, unless we were meant to be immortal. Happiness is a butterfly, which, when pursued, is always just beyond your grasp, but which, if you will sit down quietly, may alight upon you. Every individual has a place to fill in the world and is important in some respect, whether he chooses to be so or not. Letters of Appreciation I would like to thank all my friends for cards, phone calls and good wishes received on the occasion of my special birthday. Thanks also for the lovely floral display received from the church. It was a joy to look at for quite some time. This certainly was a very special day. Alison Buick I would like to thank everyone at Kirkgate for the beautiful flowers I received recently on behalf of the congregation and to Christine for delivering them and staying for a chat. It makes a difference to know that people are thinking of you. Carol Gilmore a Big thanks to everyone at the church for the beautiful flowers that adorn my fireplace. Blessings, Margaret Cassidy Thank you very much for the lovely flowers from the church. They brightened up a dull day and Jean very kindly arranged them in a vase for me. Cathy Coulter Our sincere thanks to all our friends at Kirkgate for the stunning flowers which we received while Dad has been in hospital. A lovely reminder of the care and kindness of Nigel, our pastoral care team and all the Kirkgate family. Your cards and messages have also been a great support to Dad and the whole family. We are all so grateful. Lorna Savage and Morag Forsyth.
Church Register Funerals 6th of January 2022, Mrs Ruby Lee, Caledonia Care Home, Salcoats, formerly of Curry Court, Ardrossan and Harbour Point, Salcoats. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Adult Baptism Many of them believed his message and were baptised. 30th of January 2022, Mr David McLeod, Stevenson New Members We are members one of another, by profession of faith. 30th of January 2022, Mr David McLeod, Stevenson 30th of January 2022, Miss Katie Flanagan, Saltcoats I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. And now we have what's on in Kirkgate in February and March. So get your diaries ready, folks. Our regular weekly meetings, Sunday at 10.45. We have morning worship and Sunday school. Tuesday from 1 till 3 the craft team. Thursday, 10.30am, the midweek service. Thursdays, alternate weeks, we have 2.30 and 7.30 and that's the Country Dance Club. Friday, 12.30 to 2, we have our care and share lunch. Our monthly meetings, the prayer meeting is the first Sunday of the month after morning worship and the Zoom chat session first Tuesday of the month from 10.30 till 11.30. Other forthcoming events in February are Sunday the 13th at 10.45. We have morning worship with Andrew Bruce, no Sunday school. Tuesday the 15th by arrangement, Presbytery attestation of roles and records. Monday the 21st at 2pm, ecumenical planning meeting for the World Day of Prayer. Thursday, the 24th of February at 7.30 is the Country Dance Committee meeting. Now we're on to March. March the 4th at 2pm is the World Day of Prayer and everyone's welcome. Sunday the 6th at 10.45, morning worship and we will celebrate the Sacrament of Holy Communion. Thursday the 10th at 10.30, we have the midweek service and the Sacrament of Holy Communion. Wednesday the 30th from 2 till 3.20pm we have an afternoon of musical memories. That sounds good, doesn't it? And then we have the church flower rota. In February the 13th, it's Mrs J Rainey. February the 20th, Mrs D Kirkhope. And the 27th, we have Mrs M Cannon. And in March, on the 6th, we have Mrs M Flynn, the 13th, Mrs M Harvey. The vacant dates are September the 4th, November the 13th, and in 2023, would you believe, January the 22nd and the 29th. And while we're talking about church flowers, since moving back into the sanctuary, we have returned to having flowers displayed every week. Many of you already generously donate towards this fund. 
But should you wish to fill some of the vacant Sundays, then please get in touch with Chrissy Bailey on 463903. If you're willing to deliver the flowers after morning worship, then also speak to Chrissy about that. It is not an owner's duty and would only be now and again. Kirkgate family, keeping connected. The church is wherever God's people are seeking to reach out and touch folk wherever they are. Happy New Year to all in Kirkgate. The newly transformed Pastoral Care Committee met on the 27th of January 2022 with a challenging and wide-ranging agenda to discuss. As we go forward into 2022, there are now many positive changes for us all. A combination of the lessening of COVID constrictions on the 24th of January, the opening of the sanctuary for worship, allowing us to make plans for changes to pastoral care in Kirkgate now and for the future. To this end, we plan to consult and involve all in Kirkgate. Watch this space in the coming weeks and months. We continue to contact Kirkgate folk by phone, some visits by team members where appropriate, sending pastoral cards, some visits and calls from Nigel to offer support in times of illness, bereavement and in time, happy times and celebrations too. We pray especially at this time for those ill in hospital, at home or in care settings and for their concerned family and friends. With every blessing, Evelyn Green, Pastoral Care Coordinator. Nigel, our Minister. The Pastoral Care Committee. All members of the Pastoral Care Team and volunteer callers. Help with transport. The Pastoral Care Team would like to start a rota for transporting members of the congregation to and from church on a Sunday. If anyone is willing to do this, please add your name to the sheet in the vestibule or speak to either Moira Cooper, Evelyn Green, Jennifer Fox or Jean Hay. Pastoral Care Contacts The pastoral team are working very hard behind the scenes. Please keep the team up to date with information about people who need pastoral care or support at this difficult time for everyone. Please don't assume they already know. They would rather hear several times over than not at all. The main contacts for pastoral care are Mrs Moira Cooper 01294 468851 Mrs Jean Hay 01294 469986 Mrs Evelyn Green 01294-46 nine seven zero six and Mrs Jennifer Fox O one two nine four four six five nine four seven Digital and printed copies of the Kirkgate Messenger If you would like to receive the Kirkgate Messenger by email then please send an email to messenger at kirkgatechurch.org.uk and we'll add you into the mailing list for the next edition. If you know of any members who would like to receive a printed copy of the Kirkgate Messenger, we're asking for a small donation towards the postage. £1 per issue, £9 billed annually in February. 
Contact the editor to be added to the mailing list. Thank you. Keeping in touch with Kirkgate. Sunday and midweek services. Our Sunday service is held at 10.45am and is also available online live via YouTube with a recording available shortly afterwards on our website at kirkgatechurch.org.uk. The Twilio phone service, which is 01294 444201 and all good podcasting channels. The midweek service continues at 10.30 each week. At the time of going to print and uh, reading this, it is still necessary to reserve or cancel a seat in advance uh, at these services by contacting Mima McSwan on 01294 602 410. For our YouTube channel, please remember uh, to subscribe to that if you can and you will get alerts for any new content. Just go to YouTube and search for Kirkgate Parish Church. Zoom chat sessions. Our online chat session via Zoom is now being held monthly on the first Tuesday morning of every month from half ten till half eleven. Therefore the next sessions will be held on Tuesday the 1st of March and then Tuesday the 5th of April. To join the meetings, you can go online either to www.zoom.us and then you click join a meeting and enter in the meeting ID which is 645-176-4317 and the passcode is 2021. You can also dial into Zoom by phone if you don't have access to a computer and a webcam. The number for that is 0131 460 1196 and you enter in those meeting details above. The meeting ID 645 176 4317 with the passcode of 2021. Those calls may be charged at your usual rate for UK landline numbers, which are often free for up to 60 minutes depending on your service provider. The Twilio phone service. Again, please remind anyone who maybe doesn't have access to the internet that the phone service on 444 201 is available to them, where you can listen to the weekly service as well as this audiobook version of The Messenger. Live streaming and audio. Our live stream each week goes online about 10 minutes before the morning service so that the organ can be heard and finishes after the closing voluntary. Because of this, if you're in church, please be aware that the microphones can pick up people chatting and because of the lack of floor coverings at present, that chatter also bounces off all of the hard surfaces, thus amplifying the noise a bit. I was reminded of the following that we used to print in the order of service sheets in the former Barney St John's Church some time back. Whoever you are that enters his church, remember that that it is the house of God. Be reverent, be silent, be thoughtful, and do not leave without a prayer to God for yourself, your loved ones, those who minister, and all those in in need in our community and the wider world. Now we have news about the Care and Share lunch. A very happy new year to everyone and we hope you had a great Christmas. It all seems so long ago now. 
We had a very successful Christmas party with a lovely meal and entertainment joined by more than 40 of us. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was fantastic to see the hall so full of people and festivities. Tommy and Julie led us in an enthusiastic sing-along with everyone joining in. And of course, Santa and his elf made an appearance with lots of gifts, thanks to all who participated. Signs of spring are emerging all around us and COVID restrictions are easing a bit. The lunch club continues to serve more meals every Friday between 12.30 and 2pm in the hall. We are very pleased to welcome all our friends, old and new, to enjoy a couple of hours of food and friendship. Some new volunteers have joined us, for which we are very grateful. Welcome to you and we hope you enjoy your time in the lunch club. Our colleagues in July hope to open this month and sadly we will lose one or two of our faithful volunteers. We thank them for their support <clears throat> excuse me, over the last three years and wish them every success in their new venture. So, that leaves us with a couple of spaces to fill and we warmly welcome offers of help. The Kirkgate Food Bank outlet is open again on Fridays while the lunch club is open. We are happy to offer help to anyone in need of this service. Any donations will be gratefully received. As always, thanks for your continuing support and prayers. And that's with love from Pam and all the team. Now, we have an, an article on the Argyle Community Shop. Happy New Year from all the Argyle Community Shop. Over the festive period, customers were offered some extra goodies for Christmas. We also had a selection of items for a burn supper available last week and this proved very popular. Tesco donated a hamper of Scottish favourites for Burns Night and each person who shopped this week received a complimentary raffle ticket. Two lucky winners had the hampers delivered by Graham and Brian. Membership continues to rise and we are now looking at how we can increase the shop opening hours. Increased membership means we also need to source more foodstuffs to meet the need within the community. Thanks to all the local shops and supermarkets who support this venture and we're always most grateful for any donations. And that's best wishes from all at the Argyle Community Shop. <clears throat> now we have church and community. Sadly, the events the committee had planned for Christmas time could not happen because of the extra restrictions that were brought in during December. Mary Stewart delayed her plans to start her musical memories afternoon in February, but with the easings of restrictions, it will start on Wednesday the 30th of March and more details can be found elsewhere. Now that we have the sanctuary available and with restrictions easier, we are hoping to plan ahead to have more community outreach events and also explore ways of bringing more groups in to use our premises. And that's from Andrew Bruce, the convener of the Church and Community Committee. The Treasurer's Report The balances of accounts as at the 31st of December 2021 were as follows. In the general account, there was £19,697.12. The fabric account was £893.77. The Knoxland Bequest Fund had £5,638.67. 
The session discretionary fund had £524.51. Session benevolent fund, £225. The minister's benevolent fund, £3,212. Mrs Reid's bequest fund, £256. The organ fund, £335. Mrs Irvin's bequest has a 1000 Mrs Lockie's bequest has 500 and we have a presbytery reduction of £2,190. The amount collected by standing order, cheques and collection for the months of November and December were as follows. The November standing orders and cheques came to £3,245.52, with the plate being £893. In December, the standing orders and cheques were £3,433.52, with £1,339 being collected in the open plate. Thank you to all who contributed to the Great Christmas Fair total of £1,859, which includes the raffle money for the hamper, the quiz sheets and various magazine greetings that we had. We have paid our M&M payments of £46,113 in 2021, but this year we have been asked to pay 51,434 for our M&Ms, so an increase of £5,321. I am in the process of reconciling the accounts to be sent to the accountants and will give an up-to-date picture of where we are in relation to givings against expenses later in the year. But as you can see from these figures at the moment, our monthly givings do not cover the M&M payments, but we do have gifted money in the general account to cushion this for some months. It is just so amazing to be back in the sanctuary, and although we still have some things to be done, such as the carpeting, it is all down to the hard work of members of the session, especially Mima, which has got us this far. Again, can I just say a huge thank you to all the members of our congregation who have kept up with our collections and made donations, despite all the restrictions that we are facing just now. It is very much appreciated and allows all our bills to be paid, as unfortunately they still have to be settled. Thank you to everyone who has sent me cheques or their envelopes, which I have credited to the bank. If anyone wishes to take out a standing order, please contact me either by phone on 01294 464 933 or by email at treasurer at uk. Take care, everyone, and stay safe. And that's from Jean Rainey. On fundraising, if you or any of your family shop online, you can help us to raise donations by using easyfundraising.org.uk and by selecting Kirkgate as your nominated charity. Once you've signed up and raised £5 in donations, Easy Fundraising will match it with an extra £5 bonus donation and you'll find over 6,000 online retailers including John Lewis & Partners, Argus and M&S, plus many more there. To date, um, we have raised to date, we've raised £27.49 pence through Amazon Smile and £67.75 via Easy Fundraising. 
Amazon Smile works in the same way in that if you shop in Amazon, just search for Kirkgate and uh, select us and at no extra cost to yourself, the church gets a small donation. Thank you. The food bank is still in need of donations and we will be reinstating our collection box uh, albeit as the Kirk Session has agreed that uh, all the donations that we get will go up to the Argyle Community Shop of which you'll hear more uh, shortly. And now for some congratulations. Congratulations and flowers were sent on from the Kirk Session and Congregation to Alison Buick on the occasion of her 90th birthday, which is celebrated on the 8th of December. She enjoyed a lovely meal at Seamill Hydro with her cousin Roderick, whose birthday happens to be on the same day, although not his 90th. The extended family had planned a surprise party for her on the Saturday, but unfortunately it had to be cancelled at the last minute due to one of them testing positive for Covid. However, it didn't stop Alison Roderick enjoying some of the planned buffet and birthday cake which was duly delivered to them at a socially distanced visit. We wish Alison continued good health and every happiness for the future. And there's a photograph beside this showing Alison with the lovely uh, arrangement of flowers. A final word. It is a joy to be worshipping God wherever we find ourselves, but to be back in a renovated sanctuary is very meaningful for so many members and brings them peace and joy. While the renovations of the sanctuary had been in our plans, it was eventually forced on us. A boiler condemned and an area of the ceiling crashing down pushed everything forward. Yes, the sanctuary is different, but for the right reasons. Times move on and it was important that our plans considered the future when we were discussing the way forward. We are a church in the middle of our community and Kirkgate should be a place that provides a sanctuary for those who wish to worship and at the same time to be available to meet the needs and members of our community. It is now very much a multifunctional space. We could only achieve that by the removal of the pews, the repairing and replacing of the ceiling and the installation of new underfloor heating. New LED lighting was installed. The sanctuary was redecorated along with the installation of a new audiovisual system. The sanctuary is now so much brighter and when the sun shines and catches the reflection from the stained glass windows on the adjoining walls, it is truly beautiful. I resigned from being the acting property convener at the end of November, after eight years, and it is only right that other members have the opportunity of experiencing different roles in the church. I am delighted to pass the baton over to Margaret Cassidy, <coughs> who with her previous experience will provide Kirkgate with a first-class service. Over the years I have been and am very grateful to all who contributed either by prayer, <coughs> physical effort or simply contributing to the general discussions over time, but especially during the past two projects, my grateful thanks to everyone. Please come and join us for worship on a Sunday and see the transformation for yourself. You will be made most welcome. And that's from Maima McSwan. Christmas competition winners. 
Thanks to Elizabeth Howie for compiling the quizzes. The amount raised was £181 for church funds. There were actually 31 towns, so I accepted any 30 from the 31. A couple of people did give me all 31. Well done to all who completed the two quizzes. Winner, Hymns Old and New, Vivian Bruce of Ardrossan. Congratulations. Winner, Scottish Towns Word Search, Eunice McInnes of Saltcoats. Congratulations. Thanks to Chrissy Bailey and Cathy Coulter who organised and donated the hamper. They would like to thank everyone who bought tickets which raised £155 for church funds. The luxury hamper was won by Fiona McInnes of Dunblane. Congratulations. Kirk Session What a joy it is to be able to worship once again in the sanctuary. I think that everyone is surprised how big the area looks without the pews and it means that we're able to accommodate more people than in the hall. It is still, however, necessary to let Mima know if you intend to come along to either the Sunday or Thursday services. We are continuing to live stream our Sunday service and also to provide the recording on the phone line for those who are unable to join us. With this in mind, there is now a GDPR consent form giving permission for you to be seen in the live stream. Generally, this only applies to those in the front row and the chancel area. Many of those who attend church have already completed the form, but if you've not done so, you should collect a form from the front vestibule. If you have any concerns about this, please speak to either myself or Stuart. We're very pleased that we once again have Sunday school every Sunday during the service. Nigel's wife, Saviour, is taking this and the children are enjoying learning with her. The children are in church at the start of the service and leave during the second hymn. You'll find some photos from the Sunday school elsewhere in the magazine. We pray for an increase in young folk and will welcome any who come along to join in. We are delighted by the response to our appeal for gifts before Christmas and received a lovely letter of thanks. We were also delighted by the response to our appeal for donations in lieu of the Christmas Fair, which raised £1,531. We were also able to donate £80 to Presbytery for mosquito nets in Malawi, which was raised through the sale of Christmas gift cards. The Kirk session met in December on Zoom. Maima had tendered her resignation as acting property convener and was warmly thanked for all her work in this area. Margaret Cassidy has agreed to replace Maima as property convener and Andrew Bruce will replace Margaret as convener of the Church and Community Committee. Maima will continue to act as hall convener and is still the person to contact about booking accommodation. Our Care and Share Friday lunches are continuing. We had a most enjoyable Christmas lunch which was attended by many of the regulars as well as the helpers and we even had a visit from Santa himself. We also had a Zoom meeting in January with Magnus Ross and Carol Kyle with regard to the Presbytery Mission Plan. You'll remember that there is a requirement to reduce the number of ministers in Scotland as a whole. For us in the Adorston Presbytery, 
we have to reduce from 23.1 to 13.5 full-time equivalent posts. To break this down further, in the three towns we have to reduce from 6.1 to 3.5 full-time equivalent posts. This could be made up in a variety of ways and does not necessarily mean 3.5 ministers. For example, there could be a combination of ministers and family support workers and youth workers. In addition, the General Assembly will be looking at buildings and deciding the way forward. We have to await the new plan to see what is in store for us, but it is important to view this as an exciting opportunity for our mission in the area. Any changes which are to happen will not happen immediately, but we need but need to happen before the end of 2025. You'll hear more about this in the months ahead. It's great news that by the time you receive this magazine, we will have admitted two new members to our church. David McLeod was baptised on the 30th of January and then he and Katie Flanagan joined the church by profession of faith. Both have been coming along for some time now and it is great that they are taking this step. Our best wishes go to them both. Dylan Chicania will be baptised on Sunday the 6th of February by Reverend Jim Teasdale from Eastwood Parish Church. You will remember that Nigel worked alongside Jim during his period of familiarisation with the Church of Scotland and it will be lovely to welcome him and hear what he has to say to us. Let's all pray that the year ahead will see a further easing of restrictions and a decrease in cases of COVID and that we can all get back to some degree of normality. Vivian Bruce, Session Clark. And now for the property report. The manse. This is from Margaret Cassidy. My man and I went along to do the annual inspection and found things in the hole to be intact. We did require to send the electrician in to repair the bathroom light fitting and also the joiner will have to go and reseal some of the windows and the patio door. And in the church, we have had ongoing issues over this past month with the new heating system, but hopefully we are coming to an end with these issues and the church will be worn when we need to be. We have had a couple of people in pricing the cost of carpeting the sanctuary and we will have to look closely at the quotes. The fire extinguishers have had their annual check as well as the roofing lighting rod. The joiner is also doing some small tasks around the church for us. There is a small water leak at the bottom of the steps at the front of the church, which we were attending to at this time, Margaret Cassidy. And now another report from Margaret Cassidy, and this time it's a Presbytery report. Excuse me. Presbytery met on the 7th of December 2021 and the moderator gave his Christmas message. Kirk Sessions are being visited at present about the Presbytery mission plan and then a building's audit will be completed separate to the first visit. Note that the very Reverend Martin Fair and Richard Lloyd, Lloyd have been appointed as facilitators to assist the formation of the Presbytery mission plan. Some gift cards were available at Christmas from Nigel at £5 in aid of the Malala Presbytery to buy mosquito nets. The annual attestation and inspection of rolls and records will be completed on Tuesday the 15th of February in Adrosan and Salkitskirk Gate Parish Church. 
Safe safeguarding training for 2022 will be arranged and dates sent to the church coordinator soon. And the next presbytery meeting will be on the 1st of February 2022. And the Guild, the Guild Theatre outing to Largs. You will recall that the Guild had booked to go to the operatic in 2020. Due to all the restrictions, it had to be cancelled. I am pleased to write and tell you that Largs Operatic have been in touch to let us know that they are putting on Fiddler on the Roof in March and our pre-booking of 2020 is valid. Unfortunately, since the Guild is not meeting at the moment and due to a considerable reduction in our numbers along with the remaining restrictions, we have decided it would be better to cancel due to the difficulty of organising it. However, anyone interested in attending can make their own arrangements for obtaining tickets. And then we have the World Day of Prayer, which is in Kirkgate on Friday the 4th of March at 2pm. This is an ecumenical movement led by Christian women from all over the world who encourage you to join them in prayer and action for peace and justice. Everyone will be welcome. Prayer Group The prayer group continues to meet, usually after the service on the first Sunday of the month. And again, if anyone would like prayers said, please contact me. Father, how good it is to come to you, especially in times of trouble. Amen. Margaret Cassidy Musical Memories We had planned to start Musical Memories in February this year, but have decided to delay it for a month. We hope that the easing of some of the government restrictions regarding masks and social distancing will enable it to go ahead unrestricted in March. The dates for the first few sessions are Wednesday the 30th of March, Wednesday the 27th of April, Wednesday the 25th of May. All meetings will start at 2pm and finish at 3.20pm. Tea, coffee and goodies will be served at the interval. All ages are welcome to attend and it would be helpful for catering if people could book their place in advance. If you would like to know more about it or to book your place, please don't hesitate to give me a call. I would be happy to hear from you. Mary Stewart, 01294 464526 or 07907 686 229 Easter Coffee and Cards Kirkgate Church Hall Saturday the 12th of March 10am to 1pm The group members are looking forward to meeting again Starting on Tuesday the 1st of February we will meet from 1 till 3pm Should you wish to join the group you will be made most welcome We had a really successful year, even with all the limiting restrictions, we still managed to donate £1,350 to church funds. Once again, we are indebted to everyone who supported us so generously. We now have a small selection of cards available in the hall vestibule for anyone attending the church, but are still happy to take orders by phone, text or speak directly to any of the group. Home selection, deliveries and collections are still available for anyone interested in purchasing cards. 
As you have read above, we are now looking forward to spring and planning our Easter coffee and cards, which is always a popular morning for catching up with friends. Mark it on your calendar, Saturday the 12th of March, 10am till 1pm, when we look forward to seeing you. While Easter is not until April this year, get your cards early. You can have them personalised and made to order if you wish. Time keeps moving on and it's nice to have spring to look forward to. The craft team. And now we have a note from the editor. I hope you've enjoyed reading the February issue of The Messenger. It was good to have the short break from editing in January. However, we're back in business now until June when we take our next break for the summer months. The next deadline for date for contributions is the 27th of February. At the very latest, please. Thank you for all your Christmas messages and donations which raised 155 for the magazine account. If you haven't already renewed your postage donation of £9 for the messenger, there is still time for you to send it to me. Should you want to be added to the mailing list, please contact me or Stuart. And this is from Elizabeth McMahon. Stuart has been busy contacting our advertisers to ask if they wish to continue supporting the church with their adverts. Unfortunately, we have lost some of our stalwarts, but thank them for the years of support they have given us. The new owners of the opticians across the church have kindly agreed to advertise with us and we thank them for their support and wish them every success in their new premises. We are most grateful to all our advertisers as their income is a very important part of helping towards some of the running costs of the printing machine, which enables us to post out the magazine free to all who pay postage. Please try and support the advertisers if you can. The magazine is available online on the church website and we also email and post it out to those who have requested it. You can also listen to it being read by some of our volunteer members on our website. Twilio Phone Service and Podcasting Channel. So many ways to be kept up to date with all that is happening within the church. Please keep us informed of any special birthdays, anniversaries or any other special events that you hear about. Please feel free to email me at elizabeth.mcmahon at talktalk.net, and that's all lowercase, or send a written copy if you don't use a computer. And that's from Elizabeth McMahon, a very hard-working editor. And now we have an article about gift aid from George Armstrong. As a charity, we at Kirkgate can claim an extra 25p per pound from HMRC, on any donation you make to Kirkgate, providing you pay basic tax on your income. So if this applies to you and you have not completed a gift aid mandate, please seriously consider it. Either call George on 466-867 or speak to him in person. And finally for me, we have a report from the Life and Work. In the February edition, we have New Life from Old Stones, and this is Jackie McAdam. She considers the options for unneeded church buildings. Interesting. And shows how some have found a new purpose. The next heading is the journey of living by faith. The faith, this is a faith journey of bouncer turned pastor Des Johnson, new president of the Boys Brigade and the UK and the Irish Republic. 
Then there's a bit on the five marks of mission, sharing the good news. And Thomas Baldwin considers the first of the five marks of mission. <coughs> Excuse me, Faith in Action. That's the official monthly update from the Faith Action programme. Science doesn't diminish my faith. And this, the moderator highlights how science and faith can work together. Then Friends for Life. In this month's youth column, Natasha Scotland looks back on a pre-pandemic visit to Zambia with the Church of Scotland Guild. And then a Highland Mission Church, John R. Hume considers the history of a small but fascinating church on the Isle of North Lewis. Plus there's news, letters, readers' pictures, crosswords and registers. And online you can visit it at www.lifeandwork.org for news and exclusive features. And that's all from me. Hope you're all well. Bye. Well, that's everything in what was another packed edition this month. Thanks to our readers and thank you for listening. We'll be back at the start of March with next month's magazine. So until then, cheerio.